0: Welcome back. Joining us in the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotlines, plural this time, Walt Weaver, Jenny Kilkelly, and tomorrow could be a monumental vote for, and these two people have done all the heavy lifting with a little help, Um, but they have been there on the forefront, on the front lines, to get the possibility of boys' volleyball as a sanctioned sport by the Minnesota State High School League. First of all, let's establish our audio channels. Jenny, are you there?
1: I am. Thank you.
0: Walt, are you there? I am. Thanks, Mike. You bet. Well, let's start with some of the pure numbers. Uh, I was talking to you earlier today, uh, and, and and if people say, you know, boys volleyball, well, let's bring people up to speed again. It, it's been a club sport, and in about four or five years, it's gone from you know, 40 kids off the top to 1,400 kids now. Uh, You can't sustain that at the club level with just a um, a volunteer organization. There's too many people right now. Walt, expand on that because I'm sure people say, what's the difference if it's a club team or a state high school league, uh, sanctioned league?
3: Well, I think you pretty much defined it, Mike. uh, When we first started this, the Minnesota State High School League, uh, Dave Stead was the executive director and when we asked how do we go about getting boys volleyball sanctioned? He said, you've got to prove that there's great interest. And then the high school league will come alongside you. And so to do that, we brainstormed and we decided to create this club league in order to prove to the Meso State High School League that interest was there. And the first year, I think we got 200, uh, I'm sorry, we got 400 kids about 23 teams. And it's taken off from there. And uh, to keep this short, it's been five years of continual increases until at this point there's 1,400 kids, and this whole the organization, the club league organization that Jenny and Krista have so remarkably run for five years, has been done on a pretty much volunteer basis, and it's just not sustainable. You can't you can't do that on a volunteer basis with. No you know, almost 2,000 kids uh, by next year. And so there's, you know, the high school league was set up by the legislature to uh, regulate activities in our Minnesota high schools. That was their job. And so, you know, they asked us to prove that there was interest. We've done that. Uh, We can't sustain it any longer, and they're the organization that really needs to come forward now and pick this up. So we hope for them to do that tomorrow.
0: Jenny I don't see you know I I've heard this for a while now and and I've said this before so so I uh, I, I do understand there is no sure thing but I I don't understand what barrier would be between uh boys volleyball and it being sanctioned as a state high school league sport what what fear would you have going into this vote uh when you've demonstrated all of this
1: I think the numbers you know that you've just, that you've talked about um definitely the demographics are huge of our kids identify as a person of color, with the majority of those kids being from the Asian community and a a heavy emphasis um, from the Hmong ethnic group. Um, And that's huge. That's huge. Probably even the biggest piece of it is 90% of the kids have not participated in anything. They have not been participating or, um, you know, connected to their schools. And that's that's even a bigger eye-opening um, statistic. So it's really hard to see. I mean, we have a lot of things going for us. It's it's the kids, and um, you know, if we if we're student-centered, as the mission is um, for our league that we aligned with the Minnesota State High School League, um, it should be. I, I say this a few. T- you know, I say this often. It should be a no-brainer. Jenny,
0: what what got you involved in boys volleyball? You, you have a daughter that's great, but all those things. What got you involved in boys volleyball?
1: Um, you know, the, uh, obviously the love for the game. The community yep. in Minnesota is is huge and supportive. I had a son. To be honest, I had a son who was one of those kids, and there's a lot of the lot of them that are in this 1,400 kids that are playing for us now. I had a son who was tall, lanky, probably didn't quite make the. Even, Barely made the C basketball team, but was going to be an athletic kid someday. And, you know, we come from a big school. We come from a big school in Shakopee. There's a lot of schools like Shakopee that need this because there's not enough room to, um, you know, to serve every single kid that, uh, that wants to play something.
0: Yep, and and, and, and and Walt, you can pick it up here and Jenny, you can add to it. Um, I, one of the things that volleyball has taught me uh, in studying boys volleyball is how, how badly people want to represent their school, Walt. And, and and you can say, well, you're represented as a club team. And, and I get it, but there, there is a discernible difference that I didn't understand the power of for these kids. Everybody wants to say they belong to a team, a family, or whatever. And 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 if, if boys' volleyball has demonstrated to me, and I'm sure maybe you already knew it going in, how important it is that that, that you get to be identified with a team that is sponsored by the school. That that is incredibly powerful, isn't it?
3: Oh yes, it is. And you've said it often. You know, all of us, you know, really long for that letter jacket when we were when we were in school and. Uh, you can't get that in a club sort of sport and as much as you're playing the club sport because you love the sport all of us you know from uh, that that have been through high school and had a high school athletic career all of us know how unbelievably important it is to be recognized by your school as part of the school and part of the athletic activities in the school uh, that's, that's not going to go away, and you don't get that in a club sport, and that's a big thing. These kids want to play for their school, and, and they should have every right to do that. You know, there are 1,400 of them right now and obviously thousands in the future that the high school league is going to give that opportunity to by sanctioning this sport. Um, that's a, that, you know, it's a, it's a great thing about the Minnesota State High School League. I mean, I, I, it, it's just, yes, it is. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's so important. The job that they do is so important yep. in, in giving kids opportunity.
0: Jenny, when I leave this earth, I, I think about that often. Is you cannot make a kid a good volleyball player. You can't make him a good athlete. You can't make him good at FFA. You can't necessarily make him a good student. But the thing that you can do is provide them with opportunities and let them succeed or fail. Is that what drives you in this mission to an extent is that legacy piece of it? Not that you're looking for the glory that goes with it, but the idea that it is an obligation, not just a choice that all of us have to create opportunities and as many opportunities for the people behind us as possible.
1: I, I will tell you this. Um, uh, This has been a life-changing experience, and when you asked me the question earlier about how you got into it, it I might have gotten into it um, with my son to some degree and my daughters and just being a volleyball family in itself. At the end of the day, when you have these kids, this particular demographic, this particular Mm -hmm. group of kids come up to you and tell you just the other day, say, this is Kilkelly, this has been the funnest day of my life. Oh, boy. Because I've never done anything before like this. And probably the most important thing, Mike, is that at the end of the day, the reason why the Minnesota State High School League is important is that their inclusion and their opportunity is dependent on accessibility and affordability. And the only organization that can do that for these kids so that it's fair for all the socioeconomic kids, every single kid in the schools, is to be offered through their high schools, yep. through the Minnesota State High School yep. League. You can't do that as a club. No. And,
0: and, so, and, and to clarify that for people that say, well, I don't understand. If you're a club sport, you you're at the mercy of facilities and everything else uh, and, and so, therefore, you know, if if you want to play it out this way, not that it happens this way, but but the rich can get richer. In other words, they can rent the 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 volleyball facility and say we're going to practice five nights a week, and the other team saying, well, we're going to get into a gym twice a week. That's where the high school league comes in, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. When when you say you know when when, when somebody comes and tells you that, Jenny, you, you don't need a lot of those. To sustain your motivation, do
1: you? No, you you absolutely don't. And again, it's been it's been life changing because um, although I you know I I come from a and I brought my kids up in a pretty diverse um, demographic uh, community, um, even in in specifically our probably the Saint Paul communities and yep. in our big school district in um Um, Some of the bigger regions that are voting on this tomorrow that are incredibly important, 5AA and 7AA, both of those regions have huge, huge populations where their families are now connected to their schools. And they're coming out and supporting their kids um, that are playing sports for the first time or that are involved in, in school for the first time in an extracurricular activity pretty incredible.
0: And all that stuff is just, in Walt, I hear this stuff and I say, well, I, I, you need 32 votes out of 48 to get it. If you get more than 32, is there any more obstacles on the way that could derail this or is that is that final?
3: No, nope. the uh, representative assembly is the final piece here. And so when the high school league tomorrow votes for this uh, and let's hope that it's a lot more than 32 votes yep but when it votes yep. for this and we and uh, we succeed that's the last step and then the Minnesota State High School League will say okay this is a sanctioned sport now we need to decide where it will fit into the, uh, the let's say curriculum of our of all the offerings we have will it be in the fall or will it be in the spring
0: but it could start next year right
3: yes it would mm-hmm. start in the spring of 2023 or the fall of 2023.
0: Okay. So, so have you been able to count votes at all? Do you get any idea or not?
3: Well, Jenny could probably answer that better than me. I, Jenny, I what do we got?
0: Do we, do we got none? unaffiliated... I mean, you know how that goes. When, <laughs> when when you take stuff to the Congress, you go, well, we're not bringing it there unless we know we got the votes. Have you been able to
1: count votes? You know, we, we have a pretty good idea that we are very, very close or over the top. We know... Um, that when we went through the regions, there's when we went through the regions, the information that we had that we were presenting to them was the previous four years. I think the most impactful is the growth from the four years to even year number five, which is the information that we've been sharing right now. Those those numbers and actually what's been happening over the last um, three to four weeks. Has really brought a lot of different regional delegates on board that weren't maybe necessarily on board. There's a lot of people that are really for this, and so I would tell you that we should be hopefully over the 32. And uh, like Walt said, we hope we're further over 32 than just 32. But um, you know, we're 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 definitely in a better position. We have more kids. We have more education. We're uh, we don't have the COVID. Um, you know, the COVID issues that we had uh, last year, um, I think we've all learned how to now function with Minnesota, you know, high school sports um, with, <clears throat> I don't want to say in a pandemic, because hopefully we'll never be in a pandemic again, but um, we definitely have learned right from the past. So I, th- I, think we're, I, th- I think we should get there if everybody votes the way from their conscious, and that may be in the hypotheticals. And that's that's what I would tell you.
0: Well, that's that's close enough for right now, and no matter how it turns out, (laughs) I just want to thank, you know, you guys, Krista, yourself, uh, Walt, I mean, you you are superstars. And what you have done to raise awareness and and to take something that uh, once we all saw it said this makes way too much sense and it serves so many people that it should be. Uh, a slam dunk or a spike, whatever you want to call it, metaphorically speaking. Uh, but uh, I just want to take a minute and just say, you you guys have been such great examples that if you have an idea, you can make it come to fruition. And yes, you're going to have roadblocks and yes, you're going to get, it's going to be sidewinded once in a while. And you're going to end up in the ditch, but you can get it out of the ditch. And I just commend you guys, especially you three so much for sticking with the game plan on something that should be a sport. So, uh, I have confidence that that tomorrow you guys will be celebrating. I certainly hope so. When will we know by?
3: Well, the the vote, uh, <laughs> yeah. meeting excuse the meeting starts at nine. Uh, there's a rally at seven a.m. that yep. uh, at select uh, that um, you know I think will be well attended also. But the meeting starts at nine, and uh, it's an open meeting. Um, So we're hoping that, uh, you know, there'll be advocates there and there'll be people interested and so on. But uh, they will vote. I don't know. They probably have other business that they they have to get done and it'll take some time to talk about it and so on, but uh, we will know in the morning, before the morning's over for sure.
0: Okay, well, keep me posted and great job to all of you and just know how much uh, I admire you and so does everybody else in the volleyball community and the sports community and, and, and really in the community in general for what you guys have done. So, I hope tomorrow you guys deserve every piece of celebration that you get and I hope it comes to fruition, but thank you so much for giving us some time tonight and for setting such a great example.
3: Well, thank you, Mike. And uh, you know, a lot of a lot of this stuff is about people hearing about it, and uh, we really appreciate the time that you've given us to to get it out there and to kind of make sure that the truth gets in the right make place. Make sure the show. truth gets.
0: Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. But I don't do the heavy lifting, so I hope you just text me when you know, Walt or Jenny. Either right. one of you, just send me a text and say say yes, okay. Sounds okay. great. <laughs> thank, thank you so you. much. Yeah, thank thanks, you, thank guys. You. Oh, those adm- admirable folks out there doing the